Tonight, yet another staggering heat wave striking fantasy football. High air. So high and So high Welcome back to the Brodo Heat Wave, powered by the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. 32 teams in 32 days, brought to you by the Brodo team, Mike Petrop, Jason Petrop, Tim Petrop, and Santiago Casanova. We're about to circle some wagons because we are still in the AFC, AFC East, and we are going north to upstate New York to the Buffalo Bills. Shout out longtime patron and longtime supporter of the show, Jay Wash, who's up there, Bills fan. We talk about the Bills all the time. We're going to talk about the Bills right now. 32 teams in 32 days. That's what we're doing. It's the summer heat wave, and it's all brought to you by the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, joined, of course, by my brothers, Michael and Jason Petrop. But before we get into that, we want to remind you to download the Fantasy Football by Broto app, the only app that has every single tool you need to draft a winning team and keep a winning team during the season, and it's free for a limited time. On the app, you get fantasy player cards, who to drop, who to draft tool that becomes, by the way, a who to start tool, a start sit tool during the season. Like we haven't even mentioned that yet, that this tool is going to completely revamp itself and reinvent itself to become a start-sit tool during the season. So it doesn't just end after your drafts. Player comps, podcasts, consistency charts, game logs, coaching tendencies, articles, rankings, waivers, and advanced stats. All of them that you need, including all of them that you need that you can only get here with Brodo. True throw value, true target value, true performance value, rushing yards over expected, points per opportunity, excluding TDs, and tons more. It's free right now for a limited time thanks to our patrons over at patreon.com slash brotofantasy. Join now to support the show and the app, but most importantly, join to join the community on Discord, play in leagues with the Broto Bros, get an extra podcast per week, a waiver podcast uh, during the season, private team consultations, free giveaways, and more. And as always, the Broto Hub, brotofantasy.com, is where you can find all things Broto, including our cheat sheet that you can bring to your drafts to help you dominante um someone who really dominated last year was josh allen and the buffalo bills uh one of the more pass happy teams in the league uh they they even they didn't even target their running backs they didn't hand the ball off to them and they didn't target them like the running backs were just a non-factor in this offense last year but that's because the quarterback was so damn good josh allen didn't even didn't even take a leap he took a massive six foot six jump into the end zone like he does leap um, in terms of quarterbacking and he became the number one quarterback in the land last year for fantasy Um, and I mean you're looking kind of at the same situation the Bills are returning most of their players Uh, John Brown who just got cut by the Raiders at the time of this recording uh, he's out but Emmanuel Sanders signed to take his place, has missed most of the preseason with an injury, but Gabriel Davis has looked really good during the preseason. Cole Beasley's still on the field, and Stephon Diggs is one of the best, if not the best, wide receivers in the game. So we have a Buffalo Bills team that has a lot, a lot, a lot of offensive weaponry, and it has it at its disposal. So let's start where it all begins with the quarterback. 
Josh Allen, to me, I was back and forth on Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen in my head for my QB1 ranking. I just had two drafts in two leagues that I care about very much. I had the choice between the two in both drafts. In my main league, the one that I care about the most, I went Kyler Murray. In my other league, the one that I still care about, but it's not like the main, 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 I went Josh Allen. I think both of them have the ability to be quarterback one. Um, Josh Allen has looked great in the preseason. Yahoo has has Josh Allen projected for 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, 700 yards on the ground, and nine touchdowns rushing. Like, they haven't projected as MVP. I don't know if he's going to live up to that. But um, he has big shoes to fill to be the guy he was last year. But he's done nothing to progr- nothing but progress his whole, his whole life, his whole NFL career. And now that he has a big contract, I don't think that there's anything to expect less than continued growth. Jason, how are you feeling about Josh Allen? Michael, I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> Jason's muted too. Um, <laughs> it was really, really impressive what Josh Allen did last year. I was not a big believer in Josh Allen, but that step up that he made is just hooey. Um, honestly, it's just super, super impressive to see a guy improve like that in his third season where he went from, will this guy ever be able to successfully throw accurately to this guy is the most accurate downfield thrower in the NFL. Honestly, absolutely absurd. And this went from a run first type team, you know, cold Buffalo ground and pound to an absolute air raid attack that ran the ball zero times in the first half of a playoff game crazy and i just want to go through some of the improvements josh allen made last season because it is super 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 impressive first off yards i mean completion percentage from 39th in the league to fifth in the league passing yards from 23rd in the league to fifth in the league completions from 26th to fourth passing touchdowns from 21st to fifth yards per game from 34th to 7th True throw value from 24th to 9th. Yards per attempt from 28th to 6th. I could go on forever. Deep completion percentage, 29th to 10th. Plus, he runs. 100 rush attempts was top 5 in the league. 400 rushing yards, 8 rushing touchdowns. The dude is an absolute monster. There's no denying it. If you draft Josh Allen... You're going to have a locked and loaded QB1 every single week in an offense that is just going to continue to pass a bunch. It's not like they brought in people to help in that backfield. It's another Zach Moss, Devin Singletary season. I, like you, Tim, I had Josh Allen ranked a little higher in the beginning of the offseason, but I've become more, I've just started leaning closer, leaning more towards the running quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. Um, I have both those guys ranked ahead of Josh Allen now and Patrick Mahomes. I just think the rushing upside is a little bit more relevant because people forget that last season's offensive explosion is likely to regress a little bit too. Um, last time there was a shortened no training camp type season during the um, during the lockout is the last time they had this type of offensive explosion. Whatever Whatever happens during no camp, it just seems to really help offenses. And now it's, it should be back to a more normal 
season this year in terms of offensive explosions, which I think favors the running quarterbacks a little bit more because even three less passing touchdowns could really be a big de- a big difference at the end of the uh, at the end of the season. But Josh Allen's a locked and loaded high end QB one at this point. There's no reason to think at all that he'd uh, he'd fall off for any reason. Yeah, I mean, do you, so no, no, uh, no concern that this is like a one, one trick pony, lightning in a bottle. No, no, and I wasn't even a Josh Allen believer. He ridiculously impressive season. I don't see how you could have a season like that, um, and it not be for real. Um, he's absolutely for real. Just want to put this out there. Josh Allen was my number one quarterback in the draft that he came out yeah. in. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with that being, <laughs> Michael's making a, a funny face. Uh, Jason, these wide receivers are kind of underrated. I feel like I think I feel like Stefan Diggs, despite the fact that he finished as a wide receiver one last year, is somehow underrated. He's still not really in the conversation as best wide receiver in the league, although he is going in the top five wide receivers right now. He's he's not like no one's considering him taking over Devonte Adams or Tyreek Hill. Or, or or New Hopkins and why? Why not? What are you talking about? He's going over New Hopkins. Is he? Yes, Who, absolutely. What's his ADP at the moment? Five, six. Wide receivers. Yeah. He's literally the third receiver behind oh, Adams third. and Hill. Okay. Well, still disrespected. The real guys who were disrespected though is Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley was an animal last year. Cole, the bee's knees. Uh, the most annoying person to Jason in the world. Um, he was good. And now you do take the opportunity where like, he's very vocal about the fact that he doesn't want to get vaccinated and people who don't get vaccinated miss time. Um, if they get COVID, they'll miss a game. They miss 10 games. Um, if they, they can maybe miss two games in a row. So that's something, that's a chance you have to take with Cole Beasley. Um, but Gabriel Davis has had a really, really good, uh, I was going to say spring training. Really, really good preseason. I think this is just an underrated passing core that's going to get a whole bunch of work because nothing points to the running game being any better. Zach Moss looks like he may have taken a second-year step, sort of, but like not, not to a, a place where he's going to be some sort of superstar. So it's I like a lot of pieces of, of this team because there's going to be a lot of proverbial pie to share. What do you think, Jay? I concur, my good sir. I think that this is a team that has a lot of upside and people aren't really sleeping on it unless your name is Stefan Diggs. And Diggs, I get. Like, I'll, I'll go through him quickly, right? He had 166 targets last year. And is there really a reason to think he's going to see less? Like, um, wow, I can't believe his name's slipping my head right now. The fucking offensive coordinator on the Bills. Basically went Dable. to an all-vertical passing attack. Brian Dable. And Brian Dable, who should have been hired as a head coach, and fucking killed it. Because if you look at Stephon Diggs, like, you, there's no reason why he shouldn't improve. 166 targets. I mean, not improve, just remain, because it's hard for him to improve this season. He had last year over 1,500 yards. He saw 166 targets, and there's no reason why Josh Allen should throw less. He jumped from three. Th- Josh Allen jumped from 3,000 to 4,500 yards. 20 touchdowns to 37 touchdowns. Like you said, Josh Allen took a massive leap. Diggs jumped with him. It was probably thanks to both of them. 
Diggs certainly helped Josh Allen take that leap. So I understand Stephon Diggs' third overall selection. Now where I don't really understand it is why everyone else is so low. Because you see stud quarterbacks, typically their other receivers aren't so low, especially when the quarterback's not really throwing to the running backs. We haven't touched on the running backs yet, but they're not a great option for receiving. So who's Josh Allen going to throw to? Stephon Diggs and who? The fucking wide receivers that no one talks about. Cole Beasley has played two seasons with Josh Allen and has finished as wide receiver 34 and wide receiver 27. And if you look, he actually saw basically the same amount of targets both seasons, 106 and 107. But because Josh Allen was better last year, Cole Beasley improved by 15 receptions and 191 yards. We know what Cole Beasley brings. We know he's going to run out of that slot. And he's going to be a top 36 receiver, whether you like it or not. Simply because Josh Allen has to throw to someone. And I also have been um, liking myself to Gabriel Davis more. I would, I that's, would honestly that's love. That's not how you say that. That's at not all. the word. No, but that's you not could suck how it. you say that at all. <laughs> I would love Gabriel Davis. Jason far too often forgets the English language. Just, uh, just like doesn't, <laughs> just like makes no sense out of nowhere. We're gonna put the earth no, in the water, it. or whatever the fuck you said earlier. It We're gonna blow to the earth too. off the water. I'll just water. randomly not be able to articulate what I'm trying to say. Jay, how do you feel about Emmanuel Sanders, though? Oh, reliable. Yeah, so that's the issue. I was going to say I would have a more of a liking to Gabriel Davis if Emmanuel S- Sanders wasn't there because John Brown is leaving and Mr. Smokey Brown was a consistent player last year. He was a solid wide receiver three when on the field. And if you look at what Gabriel Davis did, this guy turned 62 targets into 600 yards and seven touchdowns. That's fucking golden. Yeah. He That's a 1,200-yard, very... 14-touchdown season if he saw 120 targets. Now, extrapolating smaller sample sizes is not always helpful, but it goes to show how good he was last year. Right. It's just meant to give you an idea, just, just and, some context. And I, so there's two ways this can go. Emmanuel Sanders takes targets away from Gabriel Davis. They cannibalize each other, and none are really relevant. The other way it can go is Emmanuel Sanders is an old do player at this point in his career. Like, he played with Drew Brees last year and didn't do anything. If Drew Brees isn't helping you out, my man, who is? So there's Josh, also the Josh option Allen. that... <laughs> but there's also the option that Emmanuel Sanders is just playing spoiler right now where he's not letting you take like you're scared of Gabriel Davis because of Emmanuel Sanders and at the end of the day they step on the field and he's not really a threat so I'm cool with taking a shot at Gabriel Davis late I've been doing that more as we've gotten closer to the season because at the end of the day I sat down to do this heat wave research and I realized oh shit Josh Allen is going to throw for 4,000 yards plus and someone has to catch those fucking passes thanks it can't all be Stefan Diggs. And everyone apparently thinks it's going to be all Stefan Diggs. It's not. 2,000 receiving yards? Can it happen in the first 17 game season ever? That will be wild. Potentially. Potentially, right? Like, it's not. The, the fact that it's not out of the question is kind of outrageous. But that's, that's what yeah. you're looking at with the Bills. This is a prolific offense. Let's not waste the good vibes on the running backs right now. Let's go to Michael with the, the tight end. 
You were someone, Michael, that tweeted about Dawson Knox. It was just kind of a passing tweet, but it stuck with me because, you know, Dawson Knox has shown some, some, like, he can ball. Like, he can, he's shown some good attributes in his time on the field. This is his third year. That's usually the year tight ends break out. And he's in this hodgepodge of dudes that, like we talked about, is just like tight end. The, the ceiling for tight end is so low that as as a fact of that, the, the, the entire position is deep. So with that being said, Dawson Knox, probably going to be a streamer that you could use throughout the year. Yeah, um, everything you said about the tight end position basically being a hodgepodge you know, after the first like three guys is why Dawson Knox is interesting. Like relative to, say, a wide receiver, Dawson Knox would probably be like a... Oof, who does Dawson Knox compare to among wide receivers? Like a Demarcus Robinson. But that matters in tight end world. And let's not forget Dawson Knox. He was drafted with some upside. Like he's not a guy who is just completely um, not expected to contribute in the offensive side. Uh, third round pick, 6'4", 250 pounds. Um, pretty solid um, build overall. And what... What I like the most about Dawson Knox is that he didn't really contribute much his uh, first year in the league. Didn't contribute that much his second year in the league, but he did contribute the most towards the end of last season. Um, three of his last four weeks, he was a top 12 tight end. And this is a guy who never has really had any, any anything like that before in the past, where he, he caught four catches, five catches, two touchdowns. These, these aren't, like, impressive numbers by any means, but he's a young tight end entering his third season who showed improvement from year one to year two with some decent draft capital for a tight end in an offense with the star of a quarterback. Why not take the chance on him outside the top 30 tight ends? Right? Like, that's the thing for me with Dawson Knox is that he's absolutely free. So why not? Especially in, like, a tight end premium league, like an FFPC league. Why not fill your last bench spot with Dawson Knox and see if he does take that step up? Jason was naming all the wide receiver options. Emmanuel Sanders is old and toast. Maybe Gabriel Davis takes a second-year step up. Maybe he struggles. Maybe Cole Beasley actually quits football or something, and then Dawson Knox is forced into a bigger role. I I wouldn't be entirely shocked if Dawson Knox was somewhat relevant this year and ended up being a guy that was – a hot ad on waiver wires at um at an early point in the season. For me, I'm not rostering him, but I'm keeping him in mind to look out for on the waiver wire if I'm streaming tight ends because there's no way Dawson Knox is taking up but one of the five bench spots on my team right now. No shot. But I agree with you though. I think he's gonna be a, a streamable option during the season. Um another no shot to take up one of my spots is Zach Moss or Devin Singletary. I don't want him at all. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's man. how that's how I'm leading it. That's how I'm leading into your segment, Jason. The Bills have four good running backs on their team. Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, Matt Breida, and Josh Allen. And the best one is Josh Allen. Get a load of this. The last three seasons, the first number is going to be Josh Allen rushing touchdowns. The second number is going to be all other rushing touchdowns. Josh Allen, eight. 
Rest of the team, eight. Josh Allen, nine. Rest of the team, four. Josh Allen, eight. Rest of the team, seven. That's how it's been the last three years. Josh Allen has scored at least as much or more touchdowns than the rest of his team combined. And now we have three guys who are pretty good. Moss, Singletary, and Brita. Brita's probably not going to get as much work, but Brita's good. If one of them goes down, he'll step up. But none are going to get enough rushing work. None are going to get enough passing work. None are going to score enough touchdowns. And Zach fucking Moss, where did he get this pass catcher label? This guy had 14 catches last year. And all of a sudden, Zach Moss is the pass catching back for the Bills just because people want him to be that. Shut the fuck up. This guy had 14 catches. Do you remember the victory laps? In you know who's one? When they're he gonna a fucking oh, 14. 14 catches. And oh, he's the pass catch back for the Bills. If he is, then that's a non existent thing. 14 catch, a pass catching back. Yeah, so then draft fucking Nick Chubb first overall because he's a pass catching back too, dumbass people. The Bills. Get out of here with the Bills running backs. The Bills threw to their running backs at a lower percentage than the Ravens did. Now, the Ravens had less passes to the running back because they had way less plays, but they were the lowest percentage in the league by far targeting the running back. And they don't even run the ball. They throw the ball almost as much, probably top five in the league, and then they don't throw it, and then they throw to their running back the least of any team in the league. Yeah. And then there's not even one running back getting all the snaps. Please, please with Zach Moss. Yeah, Zach Moss is going to be a waste of a roster spot for so many people. And I don't understand why he's so, like, popular. Like, why? And people are going to talk about it all year because he's going to put up seven points, eight points, nine points. Oh, he's good enough. Oh, flex play. Oh, oh, he's just going to he's going to break out soon. Take those six points and the fuck out of here. Shove it up your pee hole. Is what Jason said. Floor. Jason, that's really like cramming up a cram hole. The floor. By the way, Jason, you said probably, uh, probably top five. They actually were not uh, top five, but you take that with a grain of salt because uh, Josh well, Allen. Where, Josh Allen runs so often. Where were they? Because they sixty percent. Sixty percent in terms of individual coaches, and there's a and there's a few fired coaches on that league. Is about yeah, exactly. 15th. There's a there's some. Interim coaches there. I know Darren Bevel threw more. Yeah, than so top ten, use. top ten. But again, a lot of that, a lot of those numbers are skewed because Josh Allen is a rushing quarterback. He's a running quarterback, and he when the play breaks down, That's he who. takes it himself. And when it's on the goal Josh, line, he's the goal line back. Josh Allen has scored at least the same amount or more rushing touchdowns than his whole team combined, the last three seasons. Um. Who do you think has more rushing touchdowns in the last three seasons? Ezekiel Elliott or Josh Allen? Well, I know the answer is Josh Allen, if you're asking. It's Josh Allen. That Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> um, who's one injury away on this squad? Do you think if this running back becomes a one running back system, if Devin Singletary gets hurt, it's just Zach Moss? or No. Both of them get Matt hurt, Breida's it's there. just Matt Breida? 
didn't work out last year that way. I mean, both of them have to get hurt then. Honestly, my one injury away is Gabriel Davis. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was my injury away as well. I think that he has the most potential where if he gets a real opportunity, you could see maybe some some stardust. All right, with that being said, stardust. speaking of stardust, Michael, where can they find you? At BrotoFF Mike. Jason? At BrotoFF Jason. Speaking of stardust. Michael's a magical, magical Gold human. Dust? Um, you can find cool. Cass at Brodo FF Casanova. You can find me at Brodo FF Tim at Brodo Fantasy for everybody. Uh, with that being said, peace. Um, we are Later. going to continue the heat wave in the AFC East next week with a very, very interesting. I mean, not next week, tomorrow with a very, very interesting team, uh, the Patriots. More heat interesting wave. than they've been in a while. Say it again, oh, Jay. Too early. Heat wave. There it is. Peace. You got to do it again now because you have to end it with it. Just got to do it again. Got to do it again. Heat wave.